right, everybody. Welcome back to episode 10 of the Boston One NBA podcast. And today we will be discussing our All-Star Night predictions. But as usual, we're going to discuss the major headlines since our last episode. So without further ado, take it away, Jerry. All right. Thank you, FaZe. And so with the All-Star break on its way, let's take a look at the, uh, the current standings for both the Eastern and Western Conference. So look at the Eastern Conference so far. We got the Sixers, Nets, and Bucks as the top three. And we got Celtics at number four. And amazingly, New York Knicks. Yes, sir. In place in the East at 1918. This is honestly a great sight to see with the Knicks. Uh, and, you know, I, 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 like, I'm pretty sure all the Knicks fans, and probably any NBA fans in general, are pretty much delighted to see. It's a welcoming sight for New York Knicks to pretty much bring back the relevancy, especially, uh, you know, I mean, like, pretty much the entire moniker about the Knicks is just pretty much just, uh, I don't know, like a bottom beer franchise. But, Hey, great stuff for them. Yeah, a nice young court coach, Tom Thibodeau, doing his thing on, you know, like defensive-minded coach, but always running down his starters, playing like 41, 42 minutes per game. But, hey, Julius Randle's an all-star. Love to see that. And so moving on, number six, Miami Heat. Uh, despite like starting pretty ba- pretty rough in the beginning of the season with all of their injuries and COVID protocols, they're uh, getting right back on track at 18-18 at 500 winning percentage. Uh, number seven, we got the Charlotte Hornets. That's a pretty nice sight to see. The number three pick, LaMelo Ball. Seems to be really flourishing well as a starter for the Hornets. And number eight, Toronto Raptors. And that pretty much kicks it off for the Eastern Conference. Top eight team so far. Moving on to West, we got the Utah Jazz at 27-9 as a top overall Western Conference and NBA. None up there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one expect no no one really expected Jazz to be on top, but you know I, I, there's definitely like probably not much expectation that they could probably get to the chip because like you know we got the like the Lakers, you have Clippers, and, like all the contending teams once everyone comes back for playoff time. But nice to see them on to, at the top of the standings. Number two, we got the Phoenix Suns. This is a wow. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. Uh, I mean. Uh, the addition of Chris Paul to his team uh, really just shows how much the impact he has with the team. Like, they're number two currently in the Western Conference. They've won their pass, I believe, 15 of the last 18 games before the uh, All-Star break. That's pretty impressive on their part. Uh, great to see them. Uh, Lakers, number three. Uh, Clippers, number four. Five is the Portland Trailblazers. And this is a awesome to see. I mean, you know, because the Blazers are absolutely hammered with injuries and all that, like CJ McCollum, uh, of Nurkic and all that, so Dame Willis really, really taking a step forward on um, bringing this team uh, willingly. You know, like he's had a really good stretch of game, and he has people reminding reminding people of the clutch team he always has. So great to see Portland Trailblazers up at number five, number six, the Denver Nuggets, the number seven is San Antonio Spurs, and finally number eight, the Dallas Mavericks. The Golden State Warriors are a half game back of the AFC so far. That yeah. wraps up the current standings at the moment for All-Star break. So next up, the biggest event of probably this weekend is the NBA All-Star Night being held I'm tomorrow. Hyped. Very hyped. Very hyped for this event. 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got you know, the dunk contest. We got the skills challenge and most importantly, the All-Star game, which we're going to address. I mean, that's, I, that's pretty much the, the pinnacle, pinnacle of, the, of the entire night. Looking forward to that. 
going to be held um, State Farm Arena, Atlanta, Georgia. So yes, you know, nearby, so that, that's hype. That's hype. Even though we're not going to be there, it's close nearby. So you have to get the representation, like right, right up there. All right, next up. So uh, there's been a lot of uh, hot water of the NBA refs and they saw. the game between the Lakers and the Kings are no exception. Montrez Harrell, I know we love, we all know about his like his energy on the court, and, like the way how his play style is, and um, he got teed up for yelling and one. That's cap. That's I I don't really know what to say about that. Like the the refs, they basically just. Like there's throughout this entire season so far, there's been a lot of really bad technical calls. I mean, I remember like the Lakers and Suns game, get Devin Booker got ejected for just bouncing the ball towards the refs. I mean, and also the same thing with JJ Redick or one game. I think it was between like the uh, Celtics and Pelicans game. Like these these kind of instances are, are pretty much should not be uh, warranted for technicals. It, it just pretty much shows that the refs have to just takes a lot of things personal and just want to use their authority as the referees to be able to just teed up players, especially star players like Devin Booker, because you're pretty much you're pretty much swaying the uh, the outcome of the game. Albeit the Suns managed to win that game, but who knows what would happen if D-Book managed to get, did get ejected and just like the Lakers managed to win that game. Like I think the referee, the refs just fail to realize that they just have they have such an influence of the outcome of the game. Pretty, pretty outrageous and it's pretty much no surprise that the league nowadays like uh for many fans believe that this league has been uh very soft and there's no there's no exception to that indeed you know what the rest ejecting all these players you just like lose the fun in games it's like you can't bring that certain energy or competitive level without like being punished and i think that's and especially what yeah like especially if if refs decide to eject like their star players then is the like the fans of that team are they willing to watch the game now now that like their star player is like, pretty much off for the game, for like the rest of the game, you know, and, like it's 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 pretty it's pretty outrageous, especially for the NBA market, you know, because at some point there's there's got to be some sort of action as to of all these egregious calls being uh, warranted. Absolutely, absolutely uh, not not pleased with it. Mm-hmm. So next up, Michael Jordan, who is not the goat, by the way, it's LeBron James. LeBron is goat, but mm-hmm. um, Michael Jordan. Hate. Was very pleased with Lamelo Ball this season. Um, Lamelo has been averaging what twenty-one six and six after being put into the starting lineup. So you know, he's showing off his potential. He's he's been going off. He's been doing his thing. He's been proving everybody wrong. And you know, his concerns about his defense, his efficiency, those are all gone away. He's fitting like excellently uh, with the Hornets. You know, they're right now seventh place in the East. They're making good strides. Gordon Hayward, the whole crew. So you know, I'm very pleased with Lamelo Ball. I think he's really like the year. Love this Hornets team. Watch. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, Lamelo was what everyone wanted Lonzo to be in his rookie campaign. I mean, like, Lonzo had a pretty solid rookie campaign, but I think not to the expectation that many people had on him. But so far, Lamelo, man, I mean, he's doing really good so far this season. Great for him. And lastly, we've got the some more previews of the anticipated sequel to the Love, Love, Space Jam. With Space Jam 2 starring LeBron James, and there are a lot of a lot of great a lot of great concept images that have been going on uh, circulating. But I think one thing that many brought up is that uh, I don't know if like if for any of you have watched the 1996 Space Jam, the OG, uh, the animators that did have a tendency to over-sexualize Lola Bunny as one of the characters, and um, according to the new images for the sequel, 
many people believe they downgraded her. So, I mean, I don't really have much thought or opinion on it. I mean, I didn't watch it just for guns of like, Willow Bunny being all set and hot and all that. Like, this is Michael Jordan we're talking about. But I guess some people have other, other preferences and uh, I guess they're not pleased with it so far. But I gotta say, the threads, like the jersey they have, like color scheme, that's fire though. Yes, sir. I agree. So next up, we're, be, we're going to be going through the elements of All-Star Night and giving our predictions. So first event we're going to talk about is the three-point contest. And the contestants are Mike Conley, who will be replacing Devin Booker, who is out with the left thigh strain. Um, there's Steph Curry, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. So what do you got winning that, Jerry? I mean... All these, they're all pretty great shooters in my opinion, but I think like the undisputed, many people would always bet their money on is obviously Steph, Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. I'm pretty much, it's pretty much the, the easiest choice that many, many fans would have because, because Steph Curry is long behold the greatest shooter known to mankind as Steve Nave uh, always give his praise on him. And it's pretty much no surprise how uh, like Steph's uh, ability to three ball. Um, I know he competed in 2019 uh, he had a pretty good he had pretty good stretches during the rounds, but Joe Harris of the Brooklyn Nets decided to pop up as well. But I, I have full confidence that Steph will be like pretty much back to his All-Star MVP form uh, for this three-point contest. So I got Steph as my choice. Hmm. You know, I'm going to be bold here. I'm going to give my big take, and I'm going to take Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls. I mean, this has been balling out, and I think like he's going to carry this momentum. And his shot's been falling. Like he's like shooting 42% from three this season. So I think when he gets hot, he's like really hard to defend. And while I think Steph Curry might win, I'm 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 betting on Levine, bro. Levine's going absolutely ham this season. I'm happy he made the All Star team and he's in the three guy three point contest. Uh, I like the choice too. Like Zach, yeah, Zach Levine, the Bulls man. Like he's pretty much bringing the Bulls back into relevancy uh, with really pretty much his scoring abilities and all that. Like he's really carrying the load for the Bulls. I like that choice too. All right, so the next contest we have is the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. The contestants we have are Robert Covington of the Portland Trailblazers, Luka Doncic of the Mavs, Chris Paul of the Phoenix, Phoenix Suns, Julius Randle of the Knicks, Demonis Sabonis of the Pacers, and Nikola Vucevic of the Orlando Magic. Now, the bracket, the way how the brackets be organized is that I believe both uh, Luka Doncic and Chris Paul will have a bye in the second round, so um, and then we're gonna go like three rounds uh, for the entire play. So, Faze, what do you think? Who do you think will take the skills challenge? So before I give my prediction, I just want to say Robert Covington. I don't know what he's doing here. I don't know what the NBA was thinking playing Robert Covington here. Dude, literally cannot dribble. He's a spot up shooter and three and D wing. I don't know what he's doing here, but okay. Now to give Come my on, prediction. Man. <laughs> okay um i think i think i'm gonna go with chris paul i think he's been doing this for a long time um he's really consistent he can dribble extremely well he can pass he can shoot he can do everything i think chris paul especially what he's done with the suns this season um i think he's gonna carry that over to all-star weekend i think he's probably one of the best point guards has ever like played the game best leader in the nba or general yeah no cap so you know i'm, I'm gonna go with chris paul that's a pretty solid choice I might go with Chris Paul, but I think I like to put my money on Demontis Sabonis. I think definitely for Sabonis, he's definitely one of the most underrated, underrated players in the league. And I think like many people tend to uh, not uh, 
recognized as much as his dribbling ability. Like he's definitely um, has a has a speed as almost like a guard or as a guard. And I think that his like lateral quickness with the ball and like his pretty much his, his handles are pretty much serviceable enough for him to drive the basket, especially during fast break. There's a lot of instances where um, when Sabonis like taking it, take the ball out and driving up on, on fast break opportunities. I think like he has the speed that what it takes to be able to finish it off and you know. I, I, as far as I like, as far as Tom, Chris Paul might be able to take this, I like to put it on Sabonis. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't really consider him, but uh, you make you made you make a strong case for that. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, the dunk contest. We have three contestants. First up, Cassius Stanley of the Indiana Pacers. Then Obai Toppin of the New York Knicks, and lastly, Anthony Simons of the Blazers. So, uh, Jerry, who's who's gonna dunk this home? All right, so I mean, definitely, I think that the names are kind of underwhelming because I mean they're both they're like rookies and second years, um, not really much like very high-profile names uh, as far as adaptability. But I mean, I could I could probably see Anthony Simons probably winning this one because I think in yeah. some in, in some games, I mean, okay, so <laughs> no no slander from Faze, okay, but anyway, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna have like much expectation. This is pretty much like a toss-up for me because really because I haven't seen like much of. Uh, all three guys on the court so far, but as far as I've seen for what Anthony Simons can do, and as far as his ability to dunk, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty solid. I think, I, I think like he has some like nice athleticism uh, with him as well to pretty much like have some pretty nice dunks. Uh, probably, probably maybe not, certainly might, might not be 50s, but I think probably like around 46, 47 ish range around. I'd say like I said, a fair shot for him. Okay. Well, as a New Yorker, I'm gonna go with my boy Obai Toppin. Um, you know, just watching his college mixtape, this dude has like one of the most insane dunk packages I've ever seen. And I think if you can translate that to the league, oh my god, bro, he's gonna put people in the seats. Although he hasn't been playing well this season, this dude like can dunk. Like that's the one thing I'm 100 percent sure he can be consistent at is dunking. Oh, yeah. That's his for sure. mixtape from yeah. college. Oh yeah, his his dating years are oh. absolutely insane. High flyer himself. Oh yeah, fun fact. I think for for Cassius Stanley, I believe he had the he has the highest uh, recorded vert, um, vertical jump, even over Zion Williamson. I believe, as far as I've heard uh, from his draft combine, he recorded a forty six and a half inch compared to forty four for Zion. So, I mean, he's got the, he's got the, he's got the jumps, he's got the hops. So maybe he he take it as well. But all three has has some potential. All right, finally, after all these three events, well, I mean, the dunk contest is the halftime show, but it's during the marquee event of the night, the all-star game, as we all love to see. Is and it's featuring, featuring Team LeBron, as always, for the fourth straight year, featuring nope. against Team KD. I mean, this is a great match. Uh, this is like pretty much like everyone wanted to see, you know, like LeBron and KD, you know, like the rivalry they've been having. Uh, throughout his entire careers. Unfortunately, Durant is unable to play due to uh, calf strain uh, for him. So he has to, he's forced to sit out some time. But nonetheless, it's great to see that uh, he was able to participate in picking out his, his squad uh, days before. And here we have the starters. Here we have the uh, the roster for both. So we got Team LeBron. The starters are LeBron himself, obviously, followed by Steph, Luka, Giannis Acampo, and Jokic. A.K. the Joker, and their bench players. We've got Dame Lillard, 
Jalen Brown, PG 13%, Rudy Gobert, Demonis Sabonis, Ben Simmons, and Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. And uh, Team Durant, um, he got Brad Beal, the NBA's leading scorer, Joel Embiid, perennial MVP candidate. Um, Kyrie Irving, his teammate in Brooklyn, Kawhi Leonard, one of the best two-way players to do it, and Jason Tatum, an emerging superstar, and his bench consists of Mike Conley, who replaced Devin Booker, um, James Harden, his other Brooklyn teammate, Zach Levine, uh, Mitchell O'Donovan, Julius Randle, Vucevic, okay. and then uh, Zion Williamson, so, you know, he, he got a pretty stacked sure. team, should be a good game. I expect bloodshed from these two, and... Uh, compared to last year's All-Star game, they are following the same format where uh, in the fourth quarter, they're going to add 24 points to the leading team after three quarters in honor of Kobe Bryant. And it's I, I am a huge fan of the format from last year because I think we all seen the, uh, the intensity that kicked, absolutely kicked up three notches or so, uh, especially in the fourth quarter. Definitely love to see... Uh, see that probably uh, potentially replicated for this year's All-Star Game too. Sure. So my prediction for the All-Star Game, I'm taking Team LeBron. I mean, look at how lethal this is. He, this team is just offensively like on a whole different level. Um, Steph and Dame There's, on the same team. Oh, golly, man. Give me a break. Both are are you kidding me? This is, that's absolutely insane. I mean, seeing LeBron and Steph play for the first time, on a, like that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And you know, I have to agree with you as well. Team, I, I have my money on Team LeBron yes, uh, for a winning All Star game because I think when you look at this, the starting five we have: we got LeBron, Steph, Luka, Giannis, and and, Yo- and Nikola Jokic. I mean, that that's that five is pretty deadly. And I think Giannis himself, like, he's a huge fan of this of this of this team. And I mean, yes, he knows he's like all in for uh, Team LeBron for the win. And not to mention his bench as well. You got Dane Lillard. I mean. He's, he's pretty much worthy as being a starter. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. Pretty all-star game. And Jalen Brown, an emerging superstar himself, PG-13. I mean, I'll, while he, I think, like, the moniker for him, to play, uh, his playoff performance last season, um, like, pretty much knocked onto his head because he's playing pretty well so far for the Clippers. And we got, like, Rudy Gobert. I mean, as far as many, despite as many, like, not really uh, big fan of him. I mean, he's, like, well, it's like he's a pretty solid defensive anchor. Uh, for Utah Jazz, Barton, Demonis Bonas, Ben Simmons, Chris Paul. I mean, this this team is pretty solid. I mean, despite like the Durant having some pretty nice nice pieces too, I think like the offensive power and like the size and defense that Team LeBron has, I think they have the upper hand. Exactly. I really like that Ben Simmons and Chris Paul pick. You know, Ben Simmons Defensive Player of the Year. Chris Paul always uh, flooring. Being a floor general, not flooring. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fun fact: Dame and PG are the same teammates. You know, mm-hmm. they're on the same team. Oh uh, yeah. After we know about like their beef to get beef, uh, like these past years, so uh, very interesting to see them play on the same court together. Uh, likewise, we have players like Joel and Kawhi. You know, uh, especially like 2019 playoffs between the Raptors and Sixers. Was, you know, like he's them being seeing Kawhi make that absolute clutch shot. Game seven, they're on the same team too. But uh, yeah, there's a little bit of details between the two teams so far. But Team LeBron, I think, has the upper hand to win this one. LeBron, this is going to be LeBron's fourth straight in a row uh, since this new format. Mm-hmm. So, for our probably best 
event of the podcast right now is that Jerry and I are going to be, I will be LeBron and he's going to be KD and we're going to start our own all-star redraft. We're going to do a redraft. So without further ado, Team LeBron. Your first pick. With his first pick, we'll take Giannis Okunkpo from the Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh, very nice. Very interesting. All right. So... For Team Durant, I'm going to select Kyrie Irving, of course. Okay, okay. You know, that's, that's fair. Picking your teammate, I understand. The you know, you gotta got, got have the loyalty. Because I know at some point, because if if, K, if KD's gonna, not going to pick Kyrie first, then, you know, who, who knows how they might react. Like, <laughs> if, if honestly, if this instant instance causes their chemistry to crumble, Lord behold. Yeah, and rip... Their, their title chances are going down to zero. Kyrie messes up the locker room. So, good pick, good pick, good pick, KD. All right. So, my next pick, I'm going I'm to take the chef himself, Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry. Curry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Alrighty. Second pick of Team Durant. I'm going to select the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Absolutely baller. Probably the best center in the league so far. Um, absolutely, I'd love to see that. Okay, okay, I like this. With my third pick, I'm gonna take Joel Embiid from the Philadelphia 76ers. Wow. Alrighty, let's look at that. Thing game, pretty interesting. Alrighty, the third pick of Team Durant. I'm gonna take Luka Donakic. Oh man, you took my like, 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 like to. I took your guy, bro. I took your guy, man. How's it feel? How's it feel? Love to see that Irving and Luca backcourt. Mm-hmm. Um, so my with my fourth pick, Team LeBron will take Kawhi Leonard. Got to keep it LA. So we're gonna take Kawhi Leonard. Alrighty, which means that leaves Team Durant with both Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum. For the rest of his starting five. All right. All right. The reserves. These starters, with the stars out of the way, let's get on with the reserves. And let's see, the first pick for Team Durant on the reserves. I mean, he's my teammate, but uh, and he's probably probably the best player on my team so far. Uh, it's got to be my main man, James Harden. I think he's leading the league in assists right now. Leading anyway. league in assists, and it adds a lot of triple doubles so far of the Nets. I think he's like one of the all-time, all-time leading triple doubles uh, for the for the Nets franchise. Pretty impressive so far. So with my first pick in the second round, I'm gonna take. You know what time it is? Dame time. Yes, sir. Dame time. Yes, sir. Dame Lillard. That's a great pick. All right. The second, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, yo. <laughs> All right, the second pick for Team Durant. I'm gonna go pick Ben Simmons. Oh, bruh. Okay, good pick. That's that a good pick. That's a good pick. The hardest player on both sides of the floor. With my second pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna reach here and I'm gonna take Zach Levine, my second overall pick in the second round. Ooh, that's a great pick. 
And that would mean great pick. I mean, it's a great pick. <laughs> Alrighty. With my next pick of Team Durant, I'm gonna select Jalen Brown. I think uh, his first night, his first nod as an All Star. I think he's definitely playing his best basketball so far with the Boston Celtics. Okay. With my third pick, I'm going to go with uh, CP3, point god, floor point general. Point god, floor general, the best leader in the NBA. Yes, sir. Facts. That's valid. That's valid. Alrighty. Alright, with my fourth pick of Team Durant in the reserves, I'm going to select Zion Williamson. The explosiveness of this man is absolutely second to none. Facts. Hmm. With my fourth pick, hmm. I'm gonna go with. You know, I'm gonna take Julius Randle here. Ooh. Could be a reach, but uh, I like the way he's playing so far this year. That's a great pick. Always a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Alrighty. With the fifth pick of Team Durant, I'm gonna take PG 13 Paul George. PG 13%. PG 13% playoff P, playoff P, backboard P. Yes, sir. Hmm. With my next pick, I'm gonna take the best player from the Indiana Pacers. He gets overlooked. Give me Demontis Sabonis. Demontis Sabonis. Alrighty. Not bad, not bad. Alrighty. My next pick. I'm going to take. Well, this is at the time before Conley was announced as replacement, but I would have taken Devin Booker. Well, you got Mike Conley from that, so. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, Devin Booker becomes Mike Conley. <laughs> Talk about downgrade, uh, upgrade, I don't know. My next pick, I'm gonna take uh, the dude who's leading the Utah Jazz to the number one seed in the West and the best team overall. Give me Donnie Mitchell. Donnie Mitchell, I like that. That's a great pick. Spider. Spider. Alrighty. <laughs> Alright, and with my last pick, I need no. I could definitely use some size, but so I'm Gobert. gonna I'm gonna take hey, Rudy Gobert. Kola Vucevic. Man, why you leave me a Rudy Gobert, bro? Because you don't like him, so I'm gonna let you have him. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm, default, I'm playing mind games with you. By default, I got Rudy Gobert to uh, solidify my lineup, the reserves. And with that, that ends our redraft for this All Star game. Let's give a little recap for our two rosters. So, Faith, you can start off with your roster, too. So, as I am LeBron James in, ri- in real life and in this mock draft, redraft, um, I got my boy Chef Curry, Giannis Akunkbo, Joel Embiid, and Kawhi Leonard to be my starters. And my reserves, I got Dame Dollar, Rudy Gobert, Sabonis, CP3, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle. So, I think I think I got a valid squad. Le GM. Le GM at his finest. <laughs> All right.
starting and for Team Durant, uh, despite Durant not playing, but here are his starters. We got Bradley Beal, Luka Donakic, The Joker, Kyrie Irving, and Jason Tatum. And as for the reserves, we got Jalen Brown, PG 13%, Simmons of Ben, Deep Book, also known as Mike Conley, James Harden, Nikola Vucevic, and Zion Williamson. Pretty saw squad. Uh, I do say so myself. Alright, I think that's everything I have on my end. And as for me, so I guess that concludes our episode 10 of the Box of One. Thank you all for tuning in and be sure to tune in tomorrow night for 20 NBA All-Star Night 2021 edition. Glad to see uh, the All-Star uh, coming back and I'm uh, really excited to see all these events played out. So, Thank you all for watching and stay tuned for our next episode. Yes, sir. Look out for that fresh, so clean, clean content. We like that. <laughs>